Kim Kardashian opens up about how Jesus has changed Kanye's life. We'll tell you what she said. Also, a new study says doing good is actually in the best financial interests of corporations. And Lauren Daigle's got a World Arena Tour where I'll tell you where she's headed. It's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Cameron Strang. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All of those stories are coming up, but first I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com slash relevant. All right. To tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee, live from France. Hey, Tyler. (laughs) Bonjour, Cameron. (laughs) All right. So first up, Kim Kardashian says that Kanye is a new man. Tell us about it. Yeah, so uh, the the uh, very famous reality TV star, uh, wife of Kanye, and a kind of blossoming prison reform activist visited The View, and while she was there, she was asked about these Sunday services, which are the weekly sort of church-like gatherings organized by Kanye that we've talked about here on The Daily a couple of times before. Now, these meetings have been sort of evolving events, mostly centered around music, but they sometimes have included sermons. They've also drawn a lot of celebrities like Sia. DMX, Brad Pitt, and David Letterman, among others. However, neither Kanye or Kim have really been able to fully explain what it is. Uh, On The View, she gave it another shot, and she explained in kind of an interesting way that we haven't heard them talk about it before, that it's a reflection of her husband's faith and an outgrowth of uh, an attempt that he's making to sort of find his own spiritual healing. Here's what she said in a clip. Kanye started this um, I think just to heal himself and made it, it was a really personal thing and it was just friends and family. And he has had an amazing evolution of being born again and being saved by Christ. And he has now um, made it, you know, people always ask, well, what are you worshiping and what is this? It is a Christian service, like a musical ministry. It is you know, they, they talk about Jesus and God and... Is there a minister sing. there? Sometimes. So if okay. he goes to a different church where he has, they've shown up and mm-hmm. done these surprise little pop-up Sunday services at other churches. So whatever pastor speaks there. Um, and sometimes at the one in Calabasas, he'll have friends that are pastors that are in town get up and speak. But for the most part, it's just a musical ministry. Um, it doesn't, you know, he doesn't have his like 501-3C yet. <laughs> But, um, you know, to make it an official church, but it is um, for God and and it's a Christian church. I think that was sometimes people are like, well, what is this and what are they what are they doing? But it started off healing for him. And now it's become something that he just really wants to share for everybody else. Wow. Well, there you go. So uh, now people understandably seem sort of Mm -hmm. skeptical about all this. 
Yeah, and there's a few reasons for that. Uh, obviously, Christianity has a lot of different outward-facing cultural aesthetics, and the one Kim and Kanye say they ascribe to isn't necessarily the same one that some of their critics were raised in. And also, there's just been a conti- ongoing source of some of Kanye's, uh, we'll say, uh, eccentric behavior, both with his lyrics and some of his activism that rubs a lot of people the wrong way. So you, you don't want to be skeptical or cynical about things like this, but uh, he really has been uh, embracing a leaning into this uh, this faith journey recently in much more explicit ways than he ever has in the past. His new album is called Jesus is King, and it will drop at the end of this month. So that'll probably tell us a lot. Yeah, I can say that again. All right, well, next up, uh, a new study says that doing social good is more than just a moral obligation for companies. It actually might be smart business. Yeah, really interesting study. So the moral role of corporations in a capitalist society has always been a subject of debate. Uh, Some experts, most notably the Nobel-winning economist Milton Friedman, said companies shouldn't be involved in social good at all. Their only role should be to turn a profit. But clearly some companies disagree. 90% of the largest 250 American companies produce an annual social responsibility report. And just last week, 200 of America's top CEOs signed a statement saying corporate America isn't just for shareholders, but has to also be about things like delivering value to our customers, investing in their employees, dealing fairly and ethically with suppliers, and supporting the communities in which they work. Now, a new study says that actually, it's not only possible for companies to be both interested in profit and the common good, it might be beneficial. How how so? So this new study came from Daniel Hedblum and John List from the University of Chicago and Brent Hickman from Washington University. They conducted a study in which they started their own real data entry company called HHL Solutions and hired from 12 cities across the U.S. They recruited their employees two different ways. First, by offering how much they'd pay, $11 an hour. Second, by pitching itself as sort of just a good company aimed at improving access to education for underprivileged children. What they found was super interesting. They found that by leading, by talking about the good work they were doing, that led to a 25% increase in applicants who were both higher caliber than the other recruiting technique and more productive after they were hired. The researchers concluded that they would have had to boost wages from $11 an hour to $15 an hour to get an equivalent result from the wage-first recruitment method. In other words, according to the study, corporate social responsibility, quote, should not be viewed as a necessary distraction from the profit motive, but rather an important part of profit maximization. Okay, but when you put it like that, it sounds a little cynical, like it's it's actually all about the money. Yeah, it does. And the researchers did acknowledge that. List, who was one of the researchers, said that this study really proves two things. One, most people want to do good. They want their work to have a moral meaning. That includes everyone from entry-level positions to the CEOs. But it also shows that doing good might not be completely selfless for these companies. That is, it's not purely altruism or purely selfish, but sort of a mix of both. But the bottom line is, as always, the money. And in this case, doing good does improve the bottom line. That's really interesting. All right. Well, finally, Lauren Daigle is launching a big world tour. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, she's headlining a world tour going all over the globe, along with our friends Johnny Swim, who will be opening for her on most of the dates. And she'll be playing arenas, too. She'll kick things off in January in Australia before heading to North America in February. She'll play there with uh, with y'all in Orlando at the Amway Center in May. Uh, she'll be heading to Mild Stomping Grounds in Nashville at the Bridgestone Arena in June, along with other spots like Dallas, Lexington, Atlanta, Omaha, and Oklahoma City. She'll headline Madison Square Garden 
Friends and to end it all right back where it started at Lafayette, Louisiana, her hometown. Tickets are going on sale on Thursday. We got a link to her uh, tickets over at relevantmagazine.com. Are we going to take a, a cut? Because I think it'll probably uh, sell quite uh, a let's few. Let's go for it. Why not? <laughs> let's figure it out. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks, Tyler. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram posting throughout the day. And finally, subscribe to our print magazine. Issue 101 is happening now. It's out now in all of our other podcasts. We're, we're producing content all day, every day. Well, we're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.